Coming up this week, hear all about Angie's trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. I want to mention just a few quick things before we jump into the trip report for this week. First of all, if you have a few free minutes and if you haven't already, if you could rate the show on whatever app you're using to listen to podcasts, I know Apple Podcasts is one of the main ones that you all use to listen. I'd love to know what you think of the show. And when I do get new ratings, it does help other people to find the show when they're searching for new podcasts and things like that. So leaving a rating only takes about 10 seconds. I promise that it is super quick. Second, just a quick reminder to submit any trips that you have coming up. It's a really easy process. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to tothemouseandback.com slash submit to see details for how to submit your show. So essentially, I just ask people to leave me a short online voicemail about the trip that you have coming up. It's really easy to do. You can do it from your phone or a laptop with a microphone, just whatever's easier for you. And you can submit trips as far out as you want. As long as you have it booked already, I will get it entered into my spreadsheet. So this week we are going to hear from Angie. They took a fairly long trip to Disney World and they were able to do so much while they were there. And I'm really excited for you to hear all about it. So let's go ahead and get into Angie's interview. Hey, Angie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little jealous because you have a trip coming up way sooner than I do. (laughs) Yeah, we're super excited. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the interview. Now, before we talk about your trip specifically, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? Um, Well, this is going to be my fourth time to go to Disney. It'll be my third time to go to Disney World, and I've been to Disneyland one time. But the last time that I was in Disney World was about 15 years ago. Oh, wow. So it's been a while. Okay. So a lot has changed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, what you've had to do differently this time as far as planning. And, you know, when you when we talk to you, when you get back hearing about, you know, how different it is now. So tell me a little bit about what is your planning style? Are you somebody who likes to have a lot of structure built into your plans? Are you somebody who likes as much flexibility as possible? Where do you fall on that scale? I'm super structured. Okay. Uh, like um, for this interview, I have the itinerary that my travel agent sent. I have, it's probably 70 page uh, planner that I made from scratch myself and, and took to Office Depot to have it bound. And I have my iPad open to my digital spreadsheet. That is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's super structured. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure if you look at the kind of people who listen to Disney planning podcasts and people who like a pretty high level of structure in their plans, that's going to have a pretty big overlap in groups right there. So um, I think most of the people listening right now are like, yes, I, a bound book. I love it so much. Yes. So, awesome. Okay. So let's talk about the trip that you have coming up. Um, who is going to be going on this trip with you? Okay. Well, um, it'll be myself, uh, my 
my boyfriend, um, and we are both older. Um, he is 55 and I am 45. So we're both older. Uh, he's been several times. I've been several times, but this is our first time to go together. Fun. And we are bringing my nephew, who is 17, who has never been. Fun. Very cool. Okay. So it's a, it's some first, but some you know, uh, we, some things we've done, but there's going to be a lot of firsts. Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right. So how are you going to be getting there? We are driving, driving. How far of a drive is it for you? Um, it's going to be just drive time. It's 11 hours. Okay. Uh, we live in Louisiana. Okay. So, uh, and we did decide to drive because of the, um, seven thirty sevens being shut down. Oh yeah. So when they were grounded, uh, it's that affects Southwest a good bit. Mm -hmm. And there were too many posts about people that were stranded at the airport. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're kind of the same way that, you know, the when you're flying like that there's just a lot of uncertainty and when you're driving it may take a little longer but you you at least have a little bit more control over the situation yes and any other time if it hadn't been for the the planes being grounded uh we would have flown uh we had planned on flying but um it was just it was just too much because yeah. you know uh, the other airlines they don't uh, come in for southwest it's southwest or nothing so um we didn't want to take the chance of after everything being done, we get to the airport and then our flight is canceled. Yeah. Okay. So what are your trip dates? Um, we check in on Saturday, the 13th, July the 13th. We're okay. actually going to leave Friday morning and we're going to drive for about 10 hours and then um, just pick up the last couple of hours the next day. And we will be checking out on July the 24th. Okay. Will you do the same thing on the way back where you kind of split the drive? Yes, we'll split the drive um, similar to how uh, we did it on the way uh, because we want to get that last park day. We want to get as much time in as possible on uh -huh. that last park day. So we're going to stay and then just drive a couple of hours and then the next day drive the last, The you know, it'll be about 10 hours for our first day and our last day with our um, stop times and that sort of thing. Okay, awesome. How did you pick those trip dates going July 13th through the 24th? Um, well, to be honest, uh, <laughs> we had our trip planned. This is our third time to plan the trip. We had the trip planned for September. No, I'm sorry, uh, last October. And the hurricane hit two days before we were uh, supposed to leave. Uh -huh. And we had to postpone the trip uh, because you couldn't get through the panhandle of Florida mm -hmm. and all of the flights were being canceled. Mm. And so um, we had to postpone the trip. We picked May, the third week of May, to schedule the trip again. And then in January, they offered free dining and I didn't even pick these dates. I just told the travel agent to get us some time in July that the free dining, the free dining would be in effect. Nice. So that's how, I mean, so it's, it's not a specific date. I did say that uh, we didn't want to be there the week of uh, the 4th of July. Okay. But that was the only thing, but this is really our third, our third time for this trip. Okay. 
All right. So where are you going to be staying? Uh, we're staying at the Wilderness Lodge. Awesome. How did you pick that? I had I have stayed at the Wilderness Lodge before. The last time I was there, um, I was uh, we stayed at that hotel, and I really liked the hotel. But honestly, it was the cheapest of the deluxe hotels that were close to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Wilderness Lodge definitely tends to be much more affordable, comparatively speaking, um, than the other deluxes in that area. Yeah, it seems like it's um, it's very nice. I like that uh, there's the little boat that takes you. Um, I can remember that from last time uh, that it was just it was very helpful. And uh, we are from Louisiana. So that theme speaks to us more than the contemporary or the Polynesian. Uh huh. Okay, awesome. All right. So you guys are going to be there for quite a bit of time from the 13th through the 24th. So how many days worth of park tickets do you have? Um, We have 10 days of park tickets and we have two after hours events. So um, our first park day will be the 14th. It's uh, our first dining reservation is the evening of the 13th when we check in. Our first park date is uh, the 14th, but because we have the after hours, we are going to get to go to the parks every day that we're there because we're um, the after hours uh, for high, uh, for Hollywood Studios. It's going to count as our park day for that day. And also the after hours for uh, Magic Kingdom will count as the our park ticket for that day. So we were able to stretch it with the after hours events. Awesome. Okay. So with 10 park days and with you not having been to Walt Disney World in the last 15 years and knowing that you have a bound park plan, I would love to know how did you kind of tackle just making that plan? How did you decide this day we want to do this thing and, you know, where you wanted to be when? How did you make those decisions? I relied very heavily on uh, the Touring Plans website. Okay. I also subscribed to uh, RideMax. Touring Plans and RideMax were the two. Now, I have not heard of RideMax. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, It's very similar to Touring Plans, and I actually used RideMax the last time that I went to Disneyland. It's not as advanced as touring plans, but it does give you an an itinerary and their times are very close. So I have compared the two and the times are very close to what RideMax does. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, to what touring plans does. Okay. So knowing that, you know, you have the 10 park days plus the after hours, are you trying to kind of equally allocate your time to all parks? Is there one park that you're only planning to spend a little bit of time or, you know, any parks that you want to spend a lot of time? How did you decide how to allocate your time? Um, We're going to be spending more time in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And we do have um, one day that we're going to do the water parks. Okay. Are you planning to do both or just going to hit one? No, we're just, we're just doing one. Okay. Do you know which, have you picked which one yet? We're going to do um, Typhoon Lagoon okay. only because uh, the YouTube videos that I've seen on it, it seemed like uh, they had the slides that would be more popular for our age groups. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. 
All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the parks and get an idea of what are the things that you guys are kind of most excited about there. So let's jump into Magic Kingdom since you'll be spending most or you'll be spending more time at Magic Kingdom than the others. What are the highlights that you're most excited about there? Um, well, we haven't seen uh, Seven Dwarfs, okay. so we're we're excited about that. I'm super excited about the fireworks and uh, the happily ever after. Uh huh. But mostly, the the most thing what we're looking forward to the most is the villains after hours. Okay, so you guys do have the villains after hours. Yes. That'll be fun. Is there anything in particular that you're excited about as far as the villain stuff? Is it the theming or the snacks or just knowing that the wait time should be lower? Just knowing that the wait time. We've watched a lot of YouTube videos and we're super excited about our after hours parties. Awesome. Okay. And you said you're doing Magic Kingdom after hours and Hollywood Studios after hours? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's talk about Hollywood Studios. What are your highlights that you're most excited about there? Uh, we haven't seen Toy Story Land, and my nephew's a huge Toy Story fan. Um, I'm super excited for that. He's actually never been on a roller coaster. Oh, wow. So we're very excited about taking taking him on the rides. Um, I'm very excited for the, the roller coasters, mostly. Awesome. Very cool. What about Epcot? What are you most excited about for Epcot? I have never been to the World Showcase, so I'm super excited for that. Oh, that'll be fun. And I think you said your nephew is 17, right? Yes. I think 17 is a good age because, you know, my kids are really young right now and they could not begin to care less about the World Showcase. They just, they don't care. They want to see princesses and Mickey Mouse and whatever. But by the time you get to that age, I think he'll actually find a lot of that really interesting as well. Yes, I think so. And he loves Paris. So I'm excited that he's going to see the replica of the Eiffel Tower. Fun. Okay, cool. What else are you excited about for Epcot? I've never ridden Test Track. It was down the last time. It was it was almost brand new the last time I was there. And it was still um, broken down mm. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, like at that point, it was, it was, I mean, it was just, it was broken more than it was going. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for Test Track. And I mean, I'm just excited for that it's uh, a little more spread out and there'll be more walking. So I'm just, you know, that's what I'm most excited about for Epcot. I think Epcot's a lot of fun to just explore and just meander around. Yeah. Instead of um, what we've done with our itinerary is um, every every morning until lunch is super scheduled and then there's really nothing after that. Uh -huh. So we can go back to the hotel and then we can decide what park we're going to go to for the evening and just kind of do what we can do. So that way we kind of get the best of both worlds. So I'm thinking that we're going to do Epcot in the evenings more than any other park just because it's so a nice walking around park. Absolutely. And the World Showcase doesn't even open until 11 o'clock. So, you know, when you get there in the mornings, there's not as much to do. So I think that's a great plan. Yeah, and we do have one whole day set aside for the World Showcase, but it's later on in our trip. So I'm thinking that, you know, like we could just say we do have a 
we're on the middle dining plan. So we do uh, one table service, one quick service. And I have tried to save some of the quick services uh, so we could just grab something um, in Epcot to walk around. Okay. Okay, great. All right. And then Animal Kingdom, what are your highlights you're most excited about there? Pandora. We've, uh, we haven't seen it. So we're all super excited for that. Nice. Do you have fast passes to Flight of Passage? Uh, yes, I, I believe that we have two, maybe three Flight of Passage. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, we have we have two. Awesome. Okay. What else are you excited about there? Um, the Safari. I think that my nephew's really going to like the Safari. Um, Everest seems like it's a great ride. And also Dinosaur. We haven't, the last time that I was there, uh, neither of those rides were there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so much has changed. And the Tree of Life. We love the Lion King. He loves the Lion King. I mean, I'm just, I'm very excited for him to see all of this. Nice. Will you see the Festival of the Lion King at some point, I'm guessing? Uh, yes, it is in our plans. Okay. Awesome. That's a fantastic show. Yes. Very cool. Okay. Now you said you have the dining plan and I know you mentioned you actually have a dining reservation your first evening there. What is that reservation for? Um, 1900 Park Fair. Okay. So we could see the the Grand Floridian. Awesome. Okay. Are there any other dining reservations that you're particularly excited about? Um, we have a couple of uh, Be Our Guest pre-park openings. Okay. I'm excited for those. Um, we have a La Hacienda and Ohana. I'm excited for both of those. Uh, we have a storybook dining reservation. Uh, the others are, we have, we're doing a good bit of character dining, but those are the ones that I'm, you know, that I'm most excited about. Yeah. I think character dining for adults and people with older children is a really great idea because, you know, I've heard families who've said, my kids, you know, they might've wanted to meet Mickey Mouse or whoever, but they just felt awkward saying, let's go stand in line at a character meet. You know, they felt like they were too old or adults are like, I just feel weird if I don't have kids with me. But then, which first of all, you shouldn't feel weird. It's Disney World, you know, it's fine. But I think character dining is so great because you get to have, in most cases, a really good meal, but then you also get to meet these characters too. And you don't have to, you know, it's you're just there for the meal and they're there as well. Exactly. And I think that this is going to be the only time that I can, I do have a fast pass to meet Mickey and Minnie, but other than that, he's not going to agree to stand in line to meet any character. Yeah. So this is going to be the only time. And even though he tries to be an adult, he still watches Disney movies and I'm just, I'm excited for him to be able to see the characters. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Is there anything else about your trip that we have not talked about already? Um, we are doing the Star Wars dessert party. Okay. We're very excited. I mean, out of everything that we're doing, the Star Wars dessert party is, I mean, we're super excited for that. That's awesome. I think that's our highlight of the trip. Um, we're all Star Wars fans. My nephew is an incredible Star Wars fan. He knows every detail about every movie, every comic book. I mean, he knows everything about it. So we're very excited about this, the dessert party. Awesome. And honestly, I wish that uh, they had a character dining with Star Wars. We would definitely do that. Yeah, I think that would be a huge draw. I'll be curious to see once Galaxy's Edge opens up, if that's something that they ever, you know, bring about. 
Yes, and we actually already have a another trip planned for January after Galaxy's Edge opens. Nice. We're super excited for Galaxy's Edge. I wish that it was going to be open uh, this time when we're there. If you guys ride Slinky Dog Dash, you will actually be able to see some of Galaxy's Edge while you're riding the ride. Yes, I've seen it on um, YouTube when the people were doing the point of views uh-huh. that you could see you could see some of it. So yeah. I'm I'm excited for that, and I'm I'm really hoping for um, the things that I'm hoping that work out. Um, I hope that the be our guest pre park openings result in a Seven Dwarf Mine Train ride. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we have a Garden Grill pre park opening in Epcot that I hope can get us on soaring. Nice. What time is your Garden Grill reservation? Um, Eight o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So we found the Garden Grill, the one maybe potential downside is that it's it's kind of, I don't want to say rushed, um, you know, because it's not that they're rushing you out, but the food does come really quickly, which in our case is usually a good thing because we're starving. Um, but we were done by... 835 or 840 on our last trip and we found actually that both Soren and Living with the Land were both open prior to nine o'clock. We rode both of them twice because we had to split up with our kids uh, and we were done at like 905. Oh see that would be great. That's what I'm hoping for a scenario something that's similar to that yeah. with both um, and that's why we have three pre-park opening be our guests just to try to get on seven dwarfs we do have a couple of fast passes for seven dwarfs but i feel like that since he's not really a a roller coaster rider like i'm going to make him ride all of the roller coasters but seven dwarfs might be more his speed with it being a family coaster so I'm just trying to get that as many times as we possibly can. Absolutely. Well, and um, Be Our Guest for breakfast is a great use of a quick service credit because those entrees are something like $28 a a piece. And it's bananas if you're paying out of pocket. Um, But I also think there are just lots of really good breakfast options, which is a good thing. And it also means, you know, you may do seven dwarves each time, but you might also say, hey, one day let's get on Peter Pan before the ride, the line gets long. Let's go on Haunted Mansion. You know, like you're over in that area around a lot of really popular rides. So, you know, you've got, you've got a pretty good chance of of getting yourself kind of lined up to do you know a lot of different things i hope so and honestly um beauty and the beast is my that's my favorite disney movie so Uh the be our guest is uh just as much for me as anyone else yeah (laughs) and that's really why we're going to 1900 park fair (laughs) Uh i want to see the stepsisters and so, I've heard they're hilarious. <laughs> yes, I've heard really good things about them. So I'm, I'm excited for those. And I mean, we're just, we're really, we're pretty excited for, for the entire trip. I mean, there's been a lot of, I'm, I'm excited also for Storybook because I've heard that the, the Queen is just really good at Storybook. Um, we're a little anxious about the food choices there, but you just never really know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to talk to you after you get back and hear how it went. Yes, I'm 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 excited. We have uh just a little under 2 weeks. So we have 
now it's just getting the t-shirts finished up and the ears finished up because we we have to get all that done we have most everything else bought and it's ready to be packed i'm not sure if we're supposed to discuss memory maker shares oh that's okay yeah okay um we we are involved in a memory maker share so i'm a little anxious about that Uh, i've heard good things and i've heard bad things so hopefully that works out so memory maker share so just i want to make sure i'm understanding so um i'm guessing you found somebody else maybe through like a facebook group or something like that who will be there at the same time as you Yes. Well, they're actually going to be there before us. Okay. And they have several families involved in the share. Uh-huh. Um, we we paid $40 to, to join the share. So um, I kind of just figured, well, with only 40 that works out. But um, if it doesn't work out, we haven't really lost a ton of money on it. Yeah. So that's the... Uh, and we're also going to do pin trading. Uh, we've bought several, several pins. So... We're going to try to do some pin trading while we're there, like in the evening times, just in case. I was just trying to think of a few things that uh, we could do just in case uh, things, you know, go off the rails. I I think that um, he's going to have a great time, but with his age, he, he may get bored easily you never know so yeah (laughs) so but he does like to walk around and just look at things so I was thinking well if you know if nothing else we can walk around and do some pin trading in the evening time so I have um gotten quite a few pins nice well I hope you guys have an absolute blast and we will talk to you again when you get back yeah that sounds great thank you so much all right have a good day you too thank you all right bye Hey, Angie, welcome back from your trip. Thank you. Are you excited to be back or are you missing the parks a little bit? <laughs> um, we're, we were missing a little, but um, honestly, by the time we left, we were so exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> just ready to get home. Yep. I totally get that. I think there's definitely an aspect of like, that was fun, but now I'm a little bit ready for real life again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into your trip. So you guys were going to be there from uh, July 13th through July 24th. So let's talk a little bit about your arrival day. Okay. Um, for our arrival day, uh, we did have a 1900 Park Fair at Grand Floridian scheduled for supper. Okay. And so we arrived at about two o'clock that afternoon. Okay. Um, We did drive in, and we were staying at the Wilderness. Uh, So by the time that we, just about the time that we got onto Disney property, we got the text that our room was ready. Oh, good. And um, we did, we had requested a room with Firework View. Uh, We made the request through the touring plan site where they automatically send the facts for you. Okay. Um, I didn't follow up with that. And we didn't get... Oh, the room that we had requested, we had requested something on the fifth or sixth floor. We did uh, get a third floor room, but okay. we still had a great firework view. Oh, good. So um, we got we got in. Um, we did valet. Uh, they helped us with the luggage. They went ahead and took the luggage. We went up to the room, and it took them about maybe 20 or 30 minutes to get the luggage up to us, which I thought was great. Okay. Um. The rooms were great. They uh, 
you know, obviously they could stand a little refurbishment. Uh -huh. um, there, there are no USB ports. Everything is still pretty much the same as the last time I was there 15 years ago. Okay. It was uh, to the normal eye. It was it was clean. We didn't find anything. There was a lot of dust in the room, though. Okay. And I have a dust allergy, so uh. that, that's a kind of a big thing. Like above the mirror, ceiling fan, that sort of thing. There was dust. So um, other than that, we loved the hotel. I mean, it was just great. Um, we did take the boat to the Magic Kingdom that first day, and we got on the monorail to the Grand Floridian Okay. for our reservation. Okay. How was that? It was awesome. The character interaction was great, and it was a great buffet. Oh, good. And this dinner is Cinderella and Prince Charming and the stepsisters and the stepmother? Yes. Okay. And uh, we were on the dining plan. We were on the middle dining plan. Um, they still gave us the receipt when we when they brought us the ticket so we could tip. Uh -huh. And we were extremely shocked by the price. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's definitely a little a little a little shocking for sure. Yes. So uh, my tip for anyone that is on the fence of, with the dining plan, I would if you're planning on doing character definitely do the dining plan and even if you only break even you still have a better experience in my opinion because you're not saying well I kind of want to eat there but I don't want to spend the money well yeah. that's totally taken out so you can kind of just say yeah let's eat here so it, it makes it better yeah, I, I agree with that. We're the same way that honestly for us, I think we actually usually lose a little bit of money um, because we eat a lot of breakfasts and they're the more expensive or they're the, the cheaper meals. Yeah. Um, but I do like just taking away that sticker shock of, um, you know, for some reason, just pairing it with the hotel and the ticket and the package is less economically offensive to me than having to pay for each individual meal. So I get that. Yes, it's it's out of the equation, and so you, and and when you're looking at the menu, I mean, it doesn't help with the buffets. But when you're looking at the menu, you're not saying, "Oh my goodness, well, <laughs> right, let's have the burger." Exactly. Yeah, like, oh, I want to get the steak, but you know, to save money, I'll get this instead. Yeah, you don't right. do that. Okay. Now, did you guys go to a park that first day, or was it kind of just a, a down day for you from a park perspective? Uh, no, we didn't go to a park that day. Uh, after after we ate, we went back to the hotel and we just kind of looked around. Um, we walked out to the Geyser Point and we actually tried to rent a boat and they were closed. Ah. So um, we, we didn't get to do that, but we just kind of explored the hotel a little. Okay, awesome. All right, so Sunday the 14th, what was your first park? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, can we just back up one, Absolutely. one thing here? We did have an order brought in from Amazon Prime now. Okay. That first day, when right before we arrived, I, I did place the order online. And the order got to the hotel before we got back from eating. Bell Services kept the order for us and then brought it up to us. So it was very smooth. We loved it. There was a small charge for them to accept the order for us, but it was it was definitely worth it. Okay. All right. Good to know. So then, um, so that sounds like it was a good first day. 
So that first full day there, Sunday the 14th, what was the first park that you guys visited? We went to Epcot. Okay. How was that? Epcot was great. Um, we had... <laughs> We had an 815 Garden Grill pre-park opening reservation okay. that we slept through. Oh, no. <laughs> so, it was like day one, after months of planning, we oversleep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we did. I did take that reservation, and I moved it up and okay. then canceled it. So we, we weren't charged the no-show fee which I, I believe is $10 per person. Yeah. So it sounds like you woke up before the reservation, but not in enough time to get there before it started. Yes. Okay. Uh, we woke up, I, we woke up at about, I want to say six forty-five, and we all still needed to shower ah. and, and everything. And so technically um, we, we could have made the reservation. We got, to Epcot at about eight ten. Okay. But with it being our first day, we didn't. I was allowing like an hour or more going from our resort to each park, uh-huh. except for Magic Kingdom, because I'd heard horror stories about the transportation. Right. And so technically, we could have made it, but we didn't know that until we got there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then, what did you end up doing for breakfast that day? Um, nothing. We, we grabbed something from the, from the resort on our way out. Okay. So how was the day at Epcot then? Um, Epcot was great. Uh, our fast passes went very smoothly. Our first was test track. We were fingers crossed. It wasn't going to be shut down when we got there. (laughs) Um, it went, it went really smoothly. I mean, we had a great day and we stayed in the park until about, 1.30 or 2. Okay. And then we went back to the hotel for our rest. And did you pretty much spend the whole time there in Future World or did you do anything in World Showcase? Uh, no, we didn't go into World Showcase. I mean, uh, yeah, World Showcase. We only stayed in Future World that that day, that morning. Um, we rode Test Tracks, Spaceship Earth, um, Mission Space. We rode Soren twice. I mean, we pretty much knocked out. We rode a Nemo, we went to the aquarium. I mean, we pretty much knocked out every ride that we had wanted. Uh, Living with the land. The only, we didn't do the, the really uh, kitty rides. Uh-huh. We didn't have any, we didn't have any small children with us. Yeah. So we pretty much knocked out everything. Uh, we had our fast passes lined up. And as soon as we used the third fast pass, I started modifying. And it, I mean, as soon as we would use that, when we would step on and, uh, to do our first fast pass, I would start modifying our second fast pass to try to get it closer to our time. Uh-huh. And then, so we, we did that each time. And then as soon as we used the third fast pass, I would start looking for a fourth fast pass. Nice. Well, that's an impressive amount to get done before one thirty. Yeah. I mean, it just went really smoothly. Awesome. Okay. What did you guys do that afternoon? Uh, when we, we left the hotel at about five, and we came back to Epcot. We had a La Hacienda at 6.45. Okay. And um, we also, I had picked up a Frozen Fast Pass. Oh, nice. Okay. So we went and met um, Anna and Elsa first mm-hmm. because the line was fairly short. Uh-huh. Uh, we rode the Frozen ride. And then we went and ate at La Hacienda at 6.45. 
we left there and it was just in time for illuminations. We didn't stay inside La Hacienda for illuminations. We did come out and grab a spot about 30 minutes before. Okay. How was La Hacienda? It was awesome. We really liked it. Oh, I mean, good. It, it was one of the top restaurants. Awesome. Okay. And then, so did you get to see all of illuminations? Uh, yes, we did. Good. I'm so sad that it's going away. Yeah, it was a great show. It was, I mean, it was a really great show. Nice. Okay. And then did you head back to Wilderness Lodge after Epcot? Or I'm sorry, after Illuminations? Yes, we did. We went We went back. Um, we took the bus back. And that was some of our only, goodness, it seemed like, um, and I know that everyone says it seems like their bus stop is the furthest away, but it did seem like our bus <laughs> stop was the furthest away. Yeah. <laughs> Now, did it share um, a bus with any other resorts? Um, sometimes we shared with the contemporary, and sometimes we didn't. Okay. I mean, even though it would say, for the most part, ours were we always had a separate stop. Okay. But then, during when we would be going, all of a sudden we would go to the contemporary, or we would go to wilderness first and the contemporary people stayed on. So even though it didn't show us sharing a bus at the bus stops, we did share a bus. Okay. Okay. All right. So then Monday the 15th, what was your park that day? Uh, we went to uh, Hollywood studios. Okay. How was that? It was, uh, it was really great. Um, we, we had our fast passes lined up for nine. We had tower of terror, 10 for rock and roll roller coaster, 11 for star tours. Okay. We did uh, go for a rope drop, mm -hmm. just like we had gone for, we, we were there for a rope drop at Epcot the day before, but we did go for a rope drop, and we went to um, Star Tours. We rope, we rope dropped Star Tours. Okay, so you guys day. could ride that multiple times. Yeah, because um, my nephew is a huge Star Wars fan. We're both huge Star Wars fans, so it was, you know, and we, I knew that it was a ride that it wouldn't be people trying to kill you to get on <laughs> right <laughs> so I was just trying to get us a couple of extra rods in yeah yeah it's definitely anything you can do to avoid having to be in that slinky dog rope drop yes we saw slinky drop I mean it was terrible <laughs> we were just like oh my god yeah and they do a, a surprisingly good job at keeping it you know pretty calm and not just a stampede um, we did early morning magic on our trip and I was kind of shocked that, you know, one second there was no line and, you know, five seconds later there's a line and it wasn't, you know, a, I expected just a mob of people, but it was like, whoa, this like nicely organized line just appeared. Yes. So they do a good job with it, but it's, it's always good if you can avoid it. So, okay, cool. And then I'm guessing you used all your fast passes after that. Uh, yeah, we, we used up all the fast passes and, um, we had a 145 Hollywood and Vine Phantasmic dinner package scheduled. Okay. And we did modify our uh, lunch reservation so we could go in early. Ah. Uh. And the food, not the best. We loved the character interaction. I oh, mean, good. It was just great. And who was there at lunch? That's Minnie and... Minnie, Goofy, uh, Mickey, Donald, and Daisy. Pluto okay. was not there. Okay. And normally, Minnie is the one that was up front taking photos with people, but it was Donald when we when we were there. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
So like uh, everyone else was coming to the tables and then you got a, you got a slip of paper that you went and had a photo with Donald. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, it's good to know that the characters were so good. Yes, it was, it was great. And we went back to the hotel right after that. Uh, We stayed there for several hours and then we came back to Hollywood Studios that evening. We, um, we had picked up rock and roll roller coaster fast passes, I believe. And um, we used that fast pass. We did Indiana Jones. We did uh, got another fast pass for Star Tours, and then we got lucky and got a fast pass for Slinky Dog. Oh, perfect! Yeah, so that was great. And we walked around Toy Story for just a little while because it was super crowded. We couldn't really see. There's just so much you can't see when the crowds are there. Yeah. So. Um, we did that, and then we went and did Fantasmic with the dinner package. Okay. Awesome. What did you guys think of Fantasmic? Uh, we absolutely loved it, and the section for the dinner package is the perfect place. Mm, good. And so we, uh, we did have to arrive. I think, I think we arrived 30 minutes early. Okay. But, I mean, it was well worth it. And we, we had seen uh, – we were in the same section as the people that did the dessert package. And okay. that wasn't clear to me when I was researching it. So uh, the dinner package and the dessert package, they're all in the same. We were all in the same section. Okay. Good to know. Well, I'm glad you guys loved it. I have not seen Fantasmic in a long time. So it's good to know you guys enjoyed it so much. Well, it was exactly the same as it was 15 years ago. Yeah. I wish I could remember it better. Okay. All right. So then um, the next day, the 16th, what was your park that day? Uh, we went to the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And how was that? We had a 8 o'clock Be Our Guest pre-park opening. Okay. A couple of things with that. Uh, this was a question that no one could answer for me, and finally the boat drivers did. Uh, when you're leaving Wilderness Lodge, uh, there's only one breakfast boat that goes out, and it goes out at 7.15. Ah, okay. Good to know. And then after that, it starts on one hour before. Okay. But there is one boat that goes out, and we did miss it. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, like, it was pulling off when we were walking up. Ah. Uh. And so um, we, the next boat that came through was, a, I think it was about 745, something like that. Okay. So we did get to, uh, we walked into the Magic Kingdom just a couple of minutes before 8. Okay. Which there there weren't a lot of people there but it wasn't that empty park that if you get there at 7:45 for your pre-park opening and everyone and you get to walk in, it's an empty park. Yeah. And this wasn't this wasn't the case. Okay. And um, we did order our food the night before, and that went very smoothly. And I suggest that for everyone. Okay. So just for clarification for anybody listening, this is slightly different from mobile ordering. This is, um, you can place your order for breakfast and lunch at Be Our Guest up to 30 days in advance. And I didn't see, now on the, when I was placing the order, I didn't see the option for the mimosa or, um, I can't, I think it was a peach bellini, Mm -hmm. something like that. But they did offer it to me when we when we got up there. Okay. So you were able so, to modify it there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and that was great. And, um, I'm not sure if everyone's aware, if you do have a pre-park opening breakfast, you can get in at exactly seven forty-five, and you're in a, you're in a separate line from everyone else. 
and we were able to get awesome castle pictures. Nice. Very cool. And then do you remember what time you finished up your breakfast? Uh, yeah, we finished at about 8.45. Okay. And was it a good breakfast overall? Yeah, we really enjoyed it. I, I didn't understand why anyone would be complaining mm-hmm. about that, and it was a great use of a quick service. Yeah. Now, had I paid um, the $110 for it? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we went, um, when we went to Disney last year, we did be our guest for breakfast, but it was not pre-park opening. It was like... 9:50 a.m. It was right around 10 o'clock, and it was a madhouse inside. We could, we walked through the ballroom. There were no tables. We walked through the west wing. There were no tables. We went into whatever that third room that they couldn't yeah. quite decide a theme. And we eventually found one table that they were cleaning. That we had to stand there for like two minutes. It took 25 minutes to get our food. Um, uh, now, see, I've heard horror stories, and I saw the horror storyline of the people that hadn't ordered their food beforehand, <laughs> and I would have never wanted to be in there. Yeah, yeah, we had ordered our food ahead of time, and, and we we finally, you know, it took us 10 minutes to find a place to sit down, and then another 25 minutes to get our food. So, but I think, so I think going there pre-park opening when there's so many just fewer people there, I think that's a hundred percent the way to do it. Yeah. And plus, um, if you go pre-park opening, uh, you get a ride on seven dwarfs before the park opens. Yeah. So I was going to ask, so you guys finished up at eight forty-five, and then did you head straight to seven dwarfs from there? Yes, we did. Okay. And then did they actually let you on the ride before the park opened or did they hold you anywhere? Well, okay, it was um, early morning magic. Okay. So the ride was going, and we were in a we were in a line lined up beside it where the stroller parking is. Uh huh. And so uh, they didn't let us on until about five minutes before. Like we, we had, you know, when you hear the announcement that they're about to have the show at the castle. Uh huh. That's when they let you on. Okay. And they open the queue, and you get to go through the queue, and it took us. About the about five minutes. Like when we would go on, and then when when we came out, the it was that huge line that you see all the pictures of. Okay, okay, all right. Well, that's cool that you're able to do that um, to really beat the rush to that one. Yeah, and we had three pre park opening uh, breakfasts at be our guest, and we got to do Slinky each time. Oh wow! Now I was I was a little confused with early morning magic if they would still let you do it. And they, it was exactly the same each, each time. Well, and I've heard people, you know, I see some people on Facebook groups and stuff that they'll say, oh man, I'm so disappointed because I have a pre-park opening be our guest. And I just realized it's um, the day they have early morning magic, but um, that's actually a really good thing in in some ways, because if they didn't have early morning magic, there's always the possibility that Disney will change the park opening time and either just change it to eight o'clock or add an extra magic hour or something. And then suddenly you are eating your, you're in there for your reservation during prime touring hour because, you know, everybody else is already riding the ride. But when early morning magic is scheduled, they can't change the date. They can't add an extra magic hour. So you know for sure that you're going to be able to kind of be primed to get in line as soon as they let non-early morning magic people on. 
Yes, and that's the reason that I had scheduled three, because I was just determined that we were going to get the extra seven dwarfs ride. Uh huh. And then I said, you know, well, if we get it on the first day, we can go ahead and just change these reservations. Uh-huh. And we ended up enjoying it so much that we, we kept all three reservations. Nice. Now, the first day we didn't get the empty park pictures because there was uh, early morning magic. And we got to the park as everyone else was really going up because we only got there two minutes before eight. Okay. Now, the next two times we were there in plenty of time, we got there at about 7.30, and we got totally empty Main Street pictures, we got totally empty Castle pictures, and we got Fantasyland pictures. Nice. Very cool. Okay, so what did you guys do after Seven Dwarfs Mine Train that day? We did uh, Space Mountain. Okay, now this day we did Adventureland and Tomorrowland, because how I had planned it was uh, with each park, I took different lands and, and we did those lands that day okay well we did those lands that morning and then when we would go back for a rest that none of our evenings were really planned it would just be like we would decide which park we wanted to go to or it would be if we could pick up a fast pass here or there so I didn't want everything to be totally scheduled out so that was the compromise okay that makes sense so that day we did uh, Adventureland and Tomorrowland, and we did everything in both lands. Okay, awesome. And that was just, um, again, I mean, I just can't stress enough that once you use that first fast pass, I mean, as soon as you tag in, start modifying that second fast pass and just keep on doing that. And so keep when on you say that. modify the second fast pass, you're going to whatever is your next fast pass, you're saying to modify, and you're looking for an earlier time for it? Yes. Okay. And even if it's only five minutes early, take that fast pass and then just keep doing it. And if you just keep on doing that, you will eventually, you can eventually get it worked down. I mean, it's really amazing. And you just um, can close out the app, reopen it and continue to try it. And sometimes it would take me five or six minutes to do it, but I could get the fast passes down to where we were using them one after another. Nice. Awesome. Okay. All right. Now, what did you guys do for lunch and dinner that day? Uh, that day we had, uh, we went to Crystal Palace. Okay. That was for lunch or dinner? That was for lunch. Okay. How was that? Uh, we loved Crystal Palace. My nephew was a big Pooh fan when he was younger. So uh -huh. it was, it was great. And I was a big Pooh fan also. So, um, the buffet was great. I mean, we didn't, we never really had any big complaints, um, we had great character interaction. We did have to wait a while because they do that parade thing a few times. Oh, yeah. The friendship parade or whatever they call it. So we did have to wait on the characters longer there than we did anywhere else. Okay. But, I mean, it was great. We we didn't have any complaints with that. And then what was dinner that night? We, I'm almost positive that that night we did Geyser Point quick service. Before okay. Before we just went to another park. Yeah. Okay. And how was Geyser Point? I've heard really good things about it. We really enjoyed Geyser Point. Uh, we had the bison burgers and uh, we got a couple of appetizers that night that weren't on the dining plan. And um, this is also something that I had questions about. When you do that, they just, uh, you just pay for what you're, you're, what's not on the plan. Okay. 
So, I mean, and they, they made it very easy for us. Good. Okay. Awesome. All right. So then the next day, Wednesday the 17th, what was your park that day? Um, that was Magic Kingdom also. Okay. And what part of the park did you tackle on that day? We did a Fantasyland only and fireworks. That was what uh, we, we were coming back for fireworks. Okay. That was what we had planned. Now, um, we did end up going into different areas of the park after we used up our fast passes for Fantasyland. Okay. We had we had another 8 o'clock be our guest breakfast. Okay. Um, we did make it at 745 because by that time they had told me that the boat leaves at 715. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> so we got there on time. Um, we did get to walk in at 745. There wasn't an early morning magic. So Fantasyland was empty. Main Street was empty. I mean, everything was great. It was it was just great. Um, we walked right on to Seven Dwarfs after that. I mean, it just worked out super smooth. Um, we did Peter Pan. We had another Seven Dwarfs. And we had a Meet Mickey and Minnie, but everyone was not wanting to meet Mickey and Minnie that day. So I started from, from after we used our second Seven Dwarfs, I started modifying the Fast Passes altogether. Okay. And then from there, I mean, it was... After we did the few, like, Small World, um, Peter Pan, we did Pooh, Seven Dwarfs. That's really the only uh, rods that we did in Fantasyland. Okay. After that, we just started modifying for the larger rods. Okay. So, so we didn't really contain ourselves into one area that day. And it was that was a lot of walking that day because we were going across the park back and forth okay from you know from splash and space it was just anything that we could grab the fast passes for nice okay that's that's such a good way to you know you do some walking but you avoid a lot of that just kind of waiting in line time yes awesome and we did eat at tony's town square that day okay how was that it was uh that was going to, okay, out of all of them, we have one that is our worst restaurant, and this one is going to be the second to the worst. Okay. But it was still a good restaurant. I'm not going to tell you that we're some sort of Italian food connoisseur. We are <laughs> definitely not. We eat prego and regular spaghetti, and we like it. I mean, we're yeah. not. <laughs> we thought everything was really good except for the, um, the noodles weren't cooked thoroughly okay everything else was great the service was great um it wasn't dirty i've heard so many stories about it It was filthy it it, we didn't find any of that the only thing that we had to complain of and that was with every everything that we ordered the noodles weren't cooked thoroughly everything tasted great the desserts tasted great we did the festival of uh of the parade package Uh uh-huh so we did get reserved uh parade seating that day okay and the package came with, um, it wasn't your normal uh, sit down. You got an appetizer, you got bread, and then you got your meal and dessert. Everything was included in the package. Okay. And the reserve parade seating is just right out beside Tony's, right at the end of Main Street there by okay. the flagpole. Okay, so we out there kind seats. of in the middle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had great seats and... Um, it worked out perfectly. We didn't have to fight for a parade spot. I don't oh, think good. that I would ever, I would, I would never sit for the parade or the fireworks without having some sort of reserve seating. It's yeah. just not my, 
I mean, I'm just not going to do that. Yeah, it's it's definitely nice to not have to wait for it and, you know, not have to waste your time sitting there kind of fighting for a good spot. Yes. Awesome. So was the parade a lot of fun to watch? Yeah, the parade was great. Um, we left the park immediately after the parade okay. came by us uh, so we could go back for a break because it was probably, I don't know, 100 million degrees that day. I mean, it was horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, we did come back into the Magic Kingdom that evening and to watch the fireworks. We we ended up with, a, as soon as we used that last Fast Pass, I got us a Fast Pass for that evening. And I honestly, I don't remember what it was. Probably, I, I think it was like, um, maybe it was Pirates or something like that. And then, uh, so we came back at about 6 o'clock. We started using the Fast Passes and then we just went through and... We, we ended up with, like, three good fast passes, I think. Okay. And we did not have preferred seating for the fireworks because I didn't think that we were going to need that. Uh-huh. And we ended up leaving in the middle of the fireworks and going while I got a fast pass right before fireworks started for Big Thunder. And... We ended up just leaving and going and, and riding because it was so frustrating because people were just crowding. Uh, I mean, it was just unbelievable. And to us, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. We had a good time uh, watching the fireworks as we walked by. Okay. And that was good enough. Yeah. So if we ever, like, uh, we're going back in January. If anyone wants to see the fireworks in January, we're going to we're gonna do a dessert package. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right. So then the next day, the 18th, what was your park that day? The 18th, we slept in that day. Okay. Because the night before was extra magic hours okay. in Magic Kingdom. And they lasted until, I want to say they lasted until midnight. Oh, wow. And did you stay or, all the way till close? 11. Yeah, we did. And, and we got to ride several rides. Okay. So uh, we slept in that Thursday. Uh, we had Ohana at 3.35. Okay. After we left Ohana, we weren't actually using a park ticket that day. We had di- Villains After Dark tickets okay. for Magic Kingdom. So how was Ohana? Was that a good meal overall? Uh, yeah, it was a great meal. Um, I would never do Ohana without the dining package because I didn't feel that it was worth the price. Okay. And I have a specific reasoning behind that. I don't eat. Uh, medium rare meat okay and i asked twice for well done and it would be charred on the outside but it was still blood on the inside Mm. so that just wasn't a thing for me yeah so uh it just it wasn't it wasn't worth it to me but the noodles were delicious the bread was delicious um the chicken was great and i also i have i'm just i have a weak stomach so i can't peel my own shrimp I can't see blood on my plate, so it's yeah. just, <laughs> it was a great experience, but to me, it just wasn't worth it. Now, I mean, we're going back in January, and we've scheduled it again, because the people that we're going with, and Mike, they can, they love that sort of thing, okay. so I just know to be prepared. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then how was Villains After Hours? Um. That was the one thing that we were the most disappointed in. Really? Okay. We did not feel like that was worth 
the extra money. Okay. Um, I believe we had paid right at $500. Okay, for the three of you? We did get into the park at 6 o'clock. We could go. We started our fast passes at 6. So I did have a fast passes scheduled for Splash, Big Thunder, and Haunted Mansion. Okay. And then uh, we did pick up another Big Thunder after Haunted Mansion. So we actually got to see the fireworks from Big Thunder that night. Oh, cool. Which was great. And that's what we started doing every time. Like we would try to get our fast pass for firework time because it was just great. Nice. And um, the villains after dark, when we got there, uh, they weren't set up to give us our bands. And this is not a Disney complaint. This is just a, we weren't prepared and no one was really pointing us in the direction that we needed to be. Mm -hmm. And we had heard that after when the event starts, they have the bands like at uh, when you're going into Tomorrowland or, you know, there's like little booths set up yeah. with a blue umbrella. Um, when we got there, it was right at 10 and um, they didn't have the bands. Huh. No one had the bands, but they didn't, they didn't realize that nobody else had the bands and they kept sending us to different guest relations and finally sent us to main street. Uh huh. At the end, and I can't remember what the place is called, but it's like the mayor's office or whatever. I don't know what it, but uh-huh. it's where guest relations is yeah. right there at the end of Main Street, uh, town hall or something like that. And we did get our bands there, and it was about thirty minutes into the event by the time we got out, uh-huh. which wasn't really a big deal because we've heard that the park has to clear out. Right. But um, that just really wasn't the case. It was super crowded. Oh. It was super crowded. We, there were no walk-ons. Uh, Space Mountain consistently was at a 30 to 35-minute wait. Oh, wow. Uh, Seven Dwarfs was at a 45-minute wait. Mm. Um, Haunted Mansion had, I mean, it had like a 20-minute wait. Now, Pirates and Jung- Jungle Cruise wasn't, I don't, I don't remember what the wait on Jungle Cruise was. Pirates was sometimes between like a five and 10 minute wait. Okay. But, um, to us, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. I mean, we had seen almost those same crowds the night before with just extra magic hour. Right. Yeah. Um, I had kind of been, uh, nervous that that was going to happen because with the villains being so popular that it would just be, you know, a a really crowded event. Right. Um, I know that the other after hours events that after dark, um, they're not as crowded. So, and I had watched several YouTube videos, you know, and everyone was like, it's a walk on, it's a walk on space mountain is five to 10 minutes. Um, but that just wasn't the case from, for the day that we were there. So they, they either oversold it or everyone was busier. I don't really know, but it was, it was crowded. We didn't stay the whole time we left. Yeah. There just wasn't any, there wasn't any sense in just dragging around when we weren't getting anything done. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely frustrating. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry that that one was a little bit disappointing, but, um, but you know, at least, at least you were, uh, you know, you got some, some additional park time. So that's cool. Yeah. And we rode space mountain completely in the dark. Oh, that's cool. That was the overlay and that was really great. Um, I mean, we, we really had a good time with it. We only rode it one time because we waited for 30 minutes. Yeah. But we did get to ride it in the dark. 
Okay. Our situation is a little different than everyone else's because we had so many park days that it really wasn't that big of a deal. But had I bought those tickets with the intent that we had to get this much covered, I would have been super upset with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I would have said, well, we're going to have one Magic Kingdom day and then we're going to buy this extra $500 park ticket and we're going to be able to cover everything else, that I would have been upset because that just wasn't the case. Yeah. All right. So for Friday the 19th, what was your park that day? We had Animal Kingdom that morning in Hollywood Studios that evening. Okay. So finally got some Animal Kingdom time. How was your morning at Animal Kingdom? Uh, we loved it. We had a 925 uh, flight of passage fast pass. Okay. So we did get there early and we got to see the rope drop, which I was interested in seeing. <laughs> Even though we weren't going to have to participate, uh-huh. I was interested to see the rope drop. Okay. And um, it was awesome. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it was crazy. We we rope dropped, um, I believe we rope dropped Everest. We didn't rope drop Flight of Passage, but I did want to see that line. Uh-huh. And um, it was it was unbelievable. Yeah. I was glad I wasn't in it. That's all I could say about it. <laughs> So what did you guys do after that? Uh, we did go to Flight of Passage. Uh, we had another, we had an Expedition Everest at 1045 and then uh, Cali River Rapids. But um, as soon as we start, as soon as we got onto Flight of Passage, I started modifying. So we ended up with, I think, two or three extra fast passes before we left. And we left right after lunch. Okay, nice. Awesome. What were the highlights of the things you got to do that morning? Um, we loved Flight of Passage. Nice. Uh, I don't know that it, I would ever wait for three hours for Flight <laughs> of Passage, uh-huh. but it was great. Um, I would never wait wait for the the other Pandora ride, and I can't remember what the name of it is now. The Navi River. River Journey. Yeah, I would never wait for that. I mean, yeah. that was just not. That was not. You do not wait two hours for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, that's just not with it. I think that, you know, having lines that long, it just, it sets people up for disappointment because we had, you know, my kids are too young for Flight of Passage. So we had a fast pass for Navi River Journey and it was great. You know, it's beautiful and, um, you know, but if I had waited two hours for that, I would have been furious. Yes, that's how I, and again, our situation is so much different because we did have so many park days. Yeah. that It wasn't that big of a deal, but had had I wasted so much of my time on that, I would have been upset. <laughs> yeah, totally. Did you eat any meals at Animal Kingdom? Uh, yeah, we did uh, Yak and Yeti quick service okay. that day. And um, it was it was great. Uh, and there was a great area to sit that was covered. Okay. It wasn't inside, but um, it was covered. And, I mean, it was great. We didn't do any of the trails or anything. And we didn't do the safari ride that day. Okay. We we were just uh, there for those uh, specific rides, and we really loved Everest. So I want to say we rode it three times that day. Oh wow! Because every time, I mean, as soon as we would get get that fast pass, we we were going for another fast pass. Yeah. And even if it was like for seven o'clock that evening, I picked it up and then just started modifying. And yeah. sometimes it would take me ten minutes of modifying, but we were able to get right back on the ride. So. Nice. Okay. And then you said the afternoon you were at Hollywood Studios. Is that correct? 
Uh, yeah, because we had the after hours at Hollywood Studios. Okay. How was after hours at Hollywood Studios? It was awesome. Oh, good. It was worth every single penny. I will do it every time I have a chance to do it. I mean, good. it was great. Why was it so much better than Magic Kingdom? There were no crowds. Oh, good. There were just no crowds. We had... Um, we were able to explore Toy Story Land without any, I mean, there was just hardly any people there. And you were able to actually see things Mm -hmm. instead of just big lines standing in front of everything. You could actually see things. Um, We did ride Slinky Dog five times. Oh, wow. Because after we left Toy Story Land, I was able to pick up another Slinky Dog Fast Pass that we used as soon as we got into um, Hollywood Studios. And then we went and ate. And then we did after hours. So we rode it four times during after hours and we rode one extra time that day. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that the Hollywood studios after hours was a much better experience. It was, it was absolutely great. I recommend it to anyone. I mean, it was just, and um, rock and roll roller coaster and tower of terror were both down during part of our after hours and it Mm. still didn't even really affect it i mean we had to wait for them to come back up but we were able to ride other things while we were waiting okay well good i mean it was great and we did do sci-fi uh drive-in that night okay we loved it we loved the sci-fi drive-in oh good um the food the experience the service anything in particular everything was great oh good awesome okay All right. So then the next day, Saturday, the 20th, what was your park that day? We did Magic Kingdom that evening. We started off with Storybook Dining, Artist Point Storybook Dining for supper. Okay. And we did Magic Kingdom that evening. Okay. Was the rest of that day just kind of a rest day for you guys? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't really do anything. Okay. How was Artist Point? It was great. I've heard mixed reviews about the food. I loved everything that they brought. Oh, good. Character interaction, great. We love the Evil Queen. And it was right in our hotel, made it even better. Yeah. It was just, it was great. We also have that booked for our January trip. Okay, cool. Very cool. And then um, Magic Kingdom, did you guys do anything that night that you hadn't done the other days or just kind of repeating those highlights again? Yeah, no, it was really just repeating everything. Um, The only thing that uh, we, we did really that we haven't talked about so far, we did the Star Wars dessert party in Hollywood Studios. So that was that night on the 20th? Uh, no, it wasn't that night. Um, it was actually on the 16th. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so how was the dessert party? Great. Worth every penny also. The only complaint that we had was when you got out to the reserved seating, they just wanted you to sit on the concrete. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're old. And we're tired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what? But that was the only, (laughs) I mean, we were like, we walked 93 miles while we were gone. Oh my goodness. I mean, we were exhausted and we were on the concrete sitting down. I mean, that was the only, the view was, the view was good. I did take, um, I made a note um, from what you told me to sit in the back Uh and we did. Uh, The desserts were great. The stormtroopers were excellent. Uh, we didn't meet Kylo Ren because we had already met Kylo Ren earlier that day. Okay. 
And we were scared we were going to miss the stormtroopers because gotcha. we had already gone through and met everyone. Uh-huh. And our main purpose at that point was we wanted to see the stormtroopers. Right. So we we skipped our Kylo Ren for the stormtroopers. And um, I mean, it was really, it was, it was one of the highlights of the trip. I mean, we really loved it. Oh, nice. So we have about four days left in your trip that we haven't talked about, but um, I know you guys were there for, for a good long while. Are there any um, things during that time that you guys did that were especially fun, like any new restaurants that you tried or anything like that? Not really. Um, I do have, like, I, I did make a couple of notes. In the middle of our trip, Mike had to leave for, uh, he had to come home because he had an unexpected meeting. So we did drive in, but we ended up flying home. My nephew ah, and I flew home. Okay. So, um, and we flew from Sanford. Okay. We were originally supposed to check out on the 24th. We did have to extend it until the 25th. Okay. So we could fly out of Sanford because it was actually cheaper for us to fly Allegiant and extend for one night than it was for us to to buy the two tickets so close. So uh, we did do that. Um, we Ubered to Sanford. Okay. You need to leave your hotel about three hours before, three to three and a half hours before your flight. Okay. I didn't realize that. On the GPS, it doesn't look like it's going to take that long, but the traffic was horrible. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, the Uber was about $75, and that was with the tip. Okay. Uh, Sanford was a great airport to fly out of, and I didn't have any complaints about Allegiant. We knew what we were going into. It was it was not a luxury flight. We knew that going in. I, I think mean, that's the had... key to those airlines. If you know what to expect, then you know you definitely tend to have a better experience. Yes, and we did. Uh, so we did that, and that was great. Um, we did purchase a fuel rod while we were there. Okay, and that saved our lives. <laughs> Every park and every hotel had a trade-in place. Nice. We did do a DVC tour. Okay. Uh, we did the one that was in our hotel. Okay. And they did give us four extra fast passes and $75 each. Oh, wow. Whoa, each. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so, and that was on a Disney gift card. Um, we did Uber to the Vineland Mall to the Disney outlet. We got all of our souvenirs there for, well, not our personal souvenirs, but we uh -huh. got every souvenir that we were taking back. And there was, there was a lot to choose from. I believe it was $20 to Uber there. Okay. Um, we did bring in a backpack cooler. Okay. We had a question about this. This was something that wasn't addressed that I had a question when I got there. They don't allow loose ice anymore, but you can put ice in a baggie. Okay. And so uh, my my question was always, well, people say freeze your water bottles and then put them in and then they thaw out during the day. But we didn't have a freezer in our refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And how are we supposed to do this? And so uh, we just brought gallon sized Ziploc bags, filled them up with ice. So what I did was I just filled the backpack up with ice the night before and kept our drinks iced down because that does get colder than those refrigerators who only keep things cool. Mm -hmm. They're not cold. And dump the ice each morning and then put some ice into a Ziploc bag. And it kept it cool throughout the day. Good. Okay. And I think that that's just about, I can't underestimate the importance of getting a paper map when you walk in mm. because it's so hard to keep your phone charged up and, and all of that. Yeah. The confectionery at the uh, Magic Kingdom was great for snack credits. Okay. Uh, we used up 
We had a ton. We had more snack credits left than normal because when Mike left, we still had so many dining credits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we ended up having to pay tons of extra baggage fees to get our snacks home. But it was fun. Well, let's talk a little bit about the trip as a whole. So did you learn anything on this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip? Uh, actually, not really, because we're, we've planned the next trip for almost exactly the way that this one was planned. Okay. Just the miniature version. Um, okay. I'm very happy with the touring plans, uh, their, their personalized touring plans. Their timing was, was really good. I, I didn't... I wasn't sure how accurate it was going to be, but it was really accurate. Okay. Um, I'm still using the same uh, travel agent. He's a great. He's he's done a super great job. I'm not sure if we can just mm -hmm. mention people, but he's done great. Uh, we did a memory maker share, and I'm I'm going to get into another memory maker share for this okay. next trip. Also, okay. I didn't have any problem out of, with them. Um, we paid forty dollars, and we have all of our our photos. Nice. Really, I mean, everything is pretty much the same. I mean, we just, we're kind of just trying to schedule mornings and then have our evenings for however we want. Now, I, I did, I've made our Star Wars reservations already today. <laughs> they opened up today. Uh -huh. And so um, we do have, uh, Mike and I have reservations to make the lightsabers and we have reservations for Olga's Cantina. So we're super happy with that. But awesome. So everything's going to be a little different this time with toys. I mean, with um, Hollywood Studios because of the Fast Pass tiers. Yeah. So I'm a little anxious about that. I've got to, you know, do some research on that. But yeah. Okay. Pretty much, it was great, and I plan to go back to the outlets to to pick up any souvenirs. I mean, the shirts were ten dollars, seven dollars. Nice. It was really good. Okay. Everything was great. Awesome. So based on this trip, what one tip would you give a first timer? modify those fast passes i just can't say it enough yeah if we had only just used our three fast passes and never tried to modify them we wouldn't have gotten a quarter done of what we got done nice. i mean and it was just the second that we used that third fast pass i started trying for our for another fast pass yeah and well, that's great i mean that was really that helped us so much and okay. we just i'd you, you have to have rest. Yeah. You have to have that rest time in the middle of the day, or you have to have a day that you're not going to go into the parks. Or mm -hmm. There has to be something. We were so tired and we saw so many meltdowns. I mm. mean, there was, when you walk down our hall in the hotel, all you could hear was just mom screaming, kids crying. I mean, it was just <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That rest time is definitely important. So those are the things really, I mean, everything, everything was was really good uh we are going to try to do some after hours this time if they offer it they haven't you know they haven't put that schedule out i'm hoping right. that they offer because uh you just get so much done there it was just great to see see the parks without the people yeah because you could actually see the park yeah awesome okay and normally my last question is if you have a return trip plan but it sounds like you guys already have one for like five months from now Yes, uh, my my agent was actually uh, messaging about reservations, dining reservations, while we were there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So one night I was in the bed in the hotel planning dining reservations for the next trip. So. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. 
Awesome. Well, Angie, thank you so much. It sounds like you guys had so much fun and I really appreciate you telling us all about it. No problem. Thank you so much. All right. You have a great day. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to Angie for coming on the show. Be sure to check out the show notes if you want more info about some of the things that we discussed in this episode. And don't forget to submit any trips that you have coming up this year or next. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody.